Welcome to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Your hosts are here to speak the words of the spirits and answer your questions. Now, here are Connie and Barry. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife. I'm Barry Strom, and I'm your host. And I'm Connie Strom, your co-host. On the last show, we discussed the history of soul energy from its creation to the present time. This was one of our more informative shows, and it is available on our Voice America archive or on our YouTube channel, which is in the name of Barry Strom. Now, for almost a year, Connie and I have been attempting to bring you information about the afterlife. I have an incredibly unique gift. I can speak the words of the spirits, and I use this gift of communication to talk to human souls and angels and Our hope is that we can educate all who will listen to the miracle of the afterlife. At this point, we've got 545 videos on our YouTube channel covering, as Barry said, all aspects of the paranormal and the life after death. Today, we're going to continue to discuss the history of humans on Earth and their search to understand the higher power of a deity or a holy energy. We will begin by asking questions of our master guide, Laura, and then Archangel Gabriel, and we'll finish with Archangel Ariel. Now, we're going to be dealing with some very controversial information this morning. So let's take time and do a short disclaimer. The opinions or statements voiced on our show are the channeled words of the spirits and do not necessarily reflect our opinions, those of Voice America Network, or of our sponsors. So, Laura, if you are available, let's begin by asking some questions. Welcome again, Laura. We're going to be dealing with the human soul energy. So let's start by asking some questions about the creation of humans. Did man evolve from apes or did God create a separate species for humans? I know there are many people that believe that humans evolved from apes, but God did actually create a separate species. The apes or gorillas or however you want to refer to them were advancing. And it was thought that possibly their evolution would be what God wanted so that a very intelligent form could be formed or evolved from that species. But he realized that there was something missing. So he created a form similar to the ape form that was capable of evolving into the humans that you are today. Is this creation of God the so-called missing link? Yes, I think you can refer to it as that. The species that he created has not yet been found. It was a rare link, and it was not existing in many different places. So it was, it was basically from a single source. You see the ape family advancing in certain ways. They were becoming more intelligent, but they weren't simply capable of making that leap to what was required for for humans so it is similar to the ape family but it is truly what people would refer to as a missing link 
So were there earlier attempts to create a species that could evolve into an advanced species? Yes. Actually, God tried to create an advanced species through creatures that survived in the ocean. Today, you find animals that are mammals in the ocean, and they are the remnants of that attempt to form an intelligent species. It became obvious that the mammals in the ocean were going to be incapable of climbing onto land and doing the evolution that was necessary. So he tried to use the ape family and realized that they too were incapable of advancing to the point where he wanted humans to go. So there were, there were many attempts and the formation of species of humans today is the result of that so-called missing link. Did the first humans have any belief structure? No. The first humans were actually very, very primitive. They were living in a world that was much different. They had to learn to survive. They had many lessons that they had to learn. He did provide extraterrestrial assistance for them so that they were guided and that they were shown different ways that they could advance. The, shall we say, new human form had to have brain capacities and certain abilities that just simply were not present in species that existed before them. Approximately how many years ago was the first humanoid creature created? Uh, it was between 350,000 to, let's just say it was in the neighborhood of 350,000 years. There were several attempts made. The so-called missing link there were all there were failures in that humanoid form as well, but basically, that link existed around three hundred fifty thousand years ago. Will you describe the first humanoid creature for us? The first humanoid creature was very very similar to the ape family that was busily evolving as well. There were different forms. There were human forms, such as the Neanderthals. There were other types that were, that were developing. You see, the, the form that God created was migrating to different parts of the world and was responding to different types of weather conditions, different situations. There were areas of the planet that were very, very cold at that time. There were tropical areas. And these creatures that God created evolved in different ways. You see this in the different cultures in the world today. You see Caucasians. You see dark-skinned people. There were different types of forms that he created. 
and there were different types of evolution. Did the first humanoid creature have any belief in a deity? No. That was not something that they had. They eventually formed beliefs and formed structures as their mental capacities increased and as they turned more into living in groups, they changed many of their beliefs. Death was always a very difficult situation for all creatures. From the earliest creation, the surviving individual felt grief when one close to them has died. As time went on, many of the early creatures started to have, shall we say, dreams or started to believe that there were supernatural powers. Things were happening around them that they were incapable of understanding. For instance, there would be solar eclipses, lunar eclipse. There would be spirit formations around them. They would, there has always been what we refer to as earthbound spirits or ghosts. Some of the early creatures were actually given an elemental type of psychic ability so that they were able to understand that there was more taking place than they could comprehend. All of these things would took place over huge amounts of time, and eventually the concept that there was something that they did not understand, that actually they had very little understanding of what was going on around them. There was extra extraterrestrial assistance, and they could not understand how these individuals were, t- were coming to help them. In many instances, they considered the extraterrestrials as a type of deity or a type of god. They came out of the sky, and, and many of the things that they did not understand were taking place around them in the sky. So it was it was a difficult transition, and it took many years. Yeah, how many years from humanoid creation did it take for the humans to show an interest in a higher energy form? It didn't take that long for them to understand that the bodies that were close to them should be buried, perhaps put in a cave. They started to, they understood from a start the concept of grief. And it was from this concept of grief that they laid a foundation for treatment of the, of the dead. It was not until probably 12 to 15,000 years ago that true deity ideas began to take place. But it was a very slow transition, 
And it basically took hundreds of thousands of years. When humans began to believe in a higher energy or a form of deity, what form did that deity or God take? It took different types of forms. They felt that in the beginning, it was just simply something. They couldn't put their fingers on it. They knew that people passed. They understood that those people were missed. When an individual died, they started doing different types of ways of celebrating the fact that they thought there would be an afterlife. Primitive man started to put tools in graves. You can see evidence in graves that were uncovered that tools of life were put in that they would be using to support them in their afterlife. So it was a very difficult process. So would you say then grief is what motivated that first belief structure? That's basically how it started. Individuals did not want to, to believe that death was final. The concept of an afterlife was promoted by the extraterrestrials that were sent back to assist the primitives. The combination of information that was given to them from the extraterrestrials and what they felt within themselves, information that was given to them psychically, the presence of spirits. These were all many things that contributed. Laura, what was the geographic location of that first life form? The first life form was in Africa. It was an environment of weather that was more suitable. It was not one of the colder environments where the human humanoids had to learn to exist. So the first creation took place in Africa, where there was a, also a large family of of the apes that were progressing as well. And there was abundant, abundant animal life to create a food source. So this is this is the location of where the so-called missing link was inserted. Were humanoid creatures created in different locations? They were assisted in other locations. Migration of humanoids took place and was very important. But there were times that, shall we say, evolution needed a little boost. For instance, it was a long way from Africa to, to South America. So there were different types of humanoid forms that were created in different locations. Did God create humanoids with different skin colors? Yes. That was part of 
a requirement for the future evolution of humans. God wanted them to have different skin colors and differences. He wanted humans to learn, even from the beginning, that they needed to coexist. They had to learn to live in communities, and they had to learn to govern themselves. So there were many differences that were introduced that would provide learning opportunities in the future. The first life form to show an interest in God form, uh, were they assisted by angels? Yes, absolutely. Angels have been around since the, the first basic steps towards creation. They were around since creation of the universe. And angels played a very large role in the evolution of the humanoid forms. Angels would come to humans. There would be a type of energy that would help them in the system. There were times that angels would assume the humanoid form themselves and provide instruction. For instance, fire was very important to early primitives. They needed to understand fire, and they needed to be able to control it. Once they knew that they could have and control fire, they knew that they could cook their food, and everything changed. Keep in mind that before humans could control the use of fire, everything that they would eat was uncooked. They would behave much like the most primitive of animals. They would kill and they would eat the meat uncooked. Fire was very, very important to the evolution of humans, and it took help from both the angels and the extraterrestrials to teach the humans how to learn to use fire. All right, let's take a short break here. Uh, when we come back, we're going to channel with Archangel Gabriel, and we're going to continue to explore the earliest types of humans and how they became more religious beings. We'll be back in two minutes. Connie and Barry will be back after a few words from our sponsors. Follow Voice America at facebook.spook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Is death the end of the journey of the soul or a time of new beginnings? Is there proof of an afterlife? What would historic figures say if they lived today? Psychic and channeler Barry Strom uses his gift of spirit communication to answer these questions and explore all aspects of the hereafter. Have all the information necessary not to fear life's final journey. Tune in to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Psychic and author Barry Strom has now published nine books dealing with supernatural subject from ghosts to aliens. 
his most recent books, Messages of God and Messages of the Prophet Muhammad for a Modern World, bring you the channeled messages of the founders of Christianity and Islam. Their words are intended to guide their followers through these modern times. These books are available in softcover and ebook on Amazon.com. Signed copies of all of Strom's books are available on his website, www.barrystrom.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife. Here are your hosts, Connie and Barry Strom. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in today. We're going to discuss the earliest forms of religion with Archangel Gabriel now. Gabriel, welcome back. Uh, linguistic skills would have to be developed if humanoids were to pursue any type of religious rituals. How many years ago did humanoids develop communication skills? You are correct. Individuals needed to communicate with themselves. They needed to communicate with themselves if they were going to live in communities, and they had to develop linguistic skills. That was a big problem with the abilities that were given to the family of apes. They could communicate, but they could not speak words. Their minds were not capable of building linguistic skills. So God, when he created this, as we're referring to missing link, he gave the humanoid forms larger brains and gave them the tools necessary to speak different types of religions. Now, everyone takes verbal skills for granted. But when these humanoid forms were developing, it was a very difficult process for them. Developing languages took tens of thousands of years. It was something that was very difficult. And individuals in different locations of the world developed different linguistic skills. So it was a long process. And it took many, many years. Perhaps I would estimate that 50 to 70,000 years ago, they started to develop sufficient skills that they could communicate to the extent that they would begin to understand supernatural beings. Did the first type of religious rituals come as a result of burying the dead? Yes. Burying the dead was the most traumatic event that would take place for primitive humans. Primitive humans showed affection towards each other, just the same as modern humans do. And the primitive humans under, started to understand that they wanted 
an inner energy or being to survive into some type of afterlife. And as communications improve, so did the rituals that would come with passing. Okay, the grief for a person that passed probably predated the ability to communicate with each other. Did, did grief actually play any role in creating the concept of a religion? Grief is probably the emotion that played the largest role in creating the concept of religion or an afterlife or even a spiritual God on the other side. Grief is basic among all animals. You can see it with elephants. You can see it with the apes. Grief is a universal emotion for all types of beings that have emotional energies. So death, when God created humans, he created the concept of death and the passing of that being. The creation of that being dying is probably the motivator that created more advancement in the concept of religion than any other emotion. When God created the missing link, did he create the same size brain as humans have today? Very close to it. He realized that brain capacities were going to be very important for human evolution. So he created excess capacity in the brain. Today, humans still use a very small percentage of their brains. The reason for that is that there is so much more information to be learned. So he did provide suitable brain capacities when he created the form that was going to evolve into what you see as a human being today. What happened to bring humans to believe in the supernatural? The concept that the, that the being wanted there to be more than just simple death. While this was all taking place, the angels were trying to guide humans to understand that there would be more to the grave and simple passing. We tried to instruct them and we tried to tell them that there would be much more than just simply passing a time of death. We tried to show them spirits. The primitive humans would develop, began to have individuals that were more perceptive than others. Just as today, there are people that have much more psychic abilities. The concept of a shaman, the concept of a priest, there were many that were given the insight into afterlife. That insight came from us, the angels giving them information, 
It came from extraterrestrials trying to guide them and the system in their belief structures. So there was actually a complex network that was trying to have humans evolve into the understanding that there truly was a supernatural. So how did humans develop a morality awareness? In the animal world, there is very little concept of morality. An animal needs to hunt. It needs to feed its family. It needs to do what it needs to do to exist. Well, the early humans were no different than this. They had love for those close to them, the same as any animal does. But they didn't have the true concept of morality that was necessary for them to live in communities. We tried to influence them into a basic type of understanding or concept of right and wrong. The extraterrestrials came to them and tried to give them the same type of instruction. It was only when humans developed the concept of living in communities. And to live in communities, they had to get along and coexist. So it simply was a matter of necessity because the early humans realized that life was much better and easier when you lived in a community. The concept of hunting and gathering was very difficult. And if they could not find food, they would starve. If they lived in a community where they shared the food, that their, their life would be much better. So it was a concept of morality that allowed them to live in communities and to assist each other. Did the concept of a deity develop from the fact that there is a spark of God's energy in all of us? That definitely played a part in it. There was a genetic path which primitive humans had to follow. There was an energy inside that would lead them. That energy needed help because it had to be done through lessons. So primitive people would come back and live the lives of primitive humans in order to live, learn lessons that they needed to advance in the realms. Individuals and souls were sent back to live primitive lives because there were lessons that needed to be learned. And there were karmas just the same as there are today. Life plans would be laid out to try to advance primitive humans, just the same as life plans are laid out today to provide access to higher realms of heaven. Gabriel, is there a genetic selection in favor of people who are willing to believe in a religion? People that were beginning to evolve into the concept of supernatural 
lived lives that would give them a guidance in a future life. I don't know if you would call that a genetic selection, but it is true that lessons learned would help guide them in future lives. Lifetimes were generally very short for primitive man. So souls could return and still have characteristics from their prior lives, which would lead them into developments that would have a foundation that would lead to belief in supernatural. How many years ago did humans show the first signs of becoming religious? That took place at different times in different parts of the world. Evolution was different as humans would travel to different portions of the of, of the world. So the time that it would take would diff, was different. Areas such as what is now Great Britain, individuals advanced fairly rapidly. Stonehenge is an example of an activity of them trying to understand the supernatural. Generally, by 15 to 30,000 years ago, humans had a pretty good concept of the supernatural and would worship different types of energies that they did not understand. What form did this first religious activity take? The first form was probably inserting instruments into the graves that the human could learn in there and that could use in the afterlife. Understanding what was taking place around them was very difficult in primitive times. Understanding the length of days understanding the movement of the stars. These were all things that had to be learned and would all contribute to religious activities. How many years ago did humans show the first belief in an afterlife? I would say in that they hoped there was an afterlife a hundred thousand years ago, but a true belief would have probably started to take place about forty to 50,000 years. How long ago did humans show the first signs of organized religions? The first signs of organized religions was probably worshiping multiple gods, such as the Greeks did. I would say that the first signs of organized religions would have probably been about 10,000 years ago. Would you describe the first organized religions for us? That would, the concept of which you're speaking probably took place in Egypt as they tried to prepare the pharaohs or those that were governing for the afterlife by putting elaborate tombs and pyramids. And that would have taken place about 5,000 years ago in the beginning. What role did the first organized religions play in those early cultures? Were they really important? 
they became important. The concept of an afterlife for the Egyptians, for instance, became incredibly important, as you can see by the great elaborate tombs that they built. The true concept of organized religions really started to take place several thousand years ago when Christ first walked the earth and created Christianity. How did it come about that early political powers would describe themselves as having divine powers? They realized that politicians realized that if they described themselves as being a god, the people would be more inclined to follow them and to support the organizations that they were represented. The pharaohs in particular considered themselves gods. The Romans would be declared gods. So it was really part of one of the more modern cultures, such as the Roman Empire. The use of trying to tell, of believing that you were a god, gives the politician great control. Why did the early cultures worship multiple forms as gods? They had no way of understanding what was right and what was wrong. We tried to guide them, but cultures such as the Greeks developed all of the different gods. The Romans developed many, many gods. So it was simply a matter of evolution and understanding. Okay, we're going to take another short break when we come back. We're going to be asking questions of Archangel Ariel. She is known as the Lioness of God. Connie and Barry will be back after a few words from our sponsors. A little birdie told me Voice America is on X. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Psychic and author Barry Strom has now published nine books dealing with supernatural subject from ghosts to aliens. His most recent books, Messages of God and Messages of the Prophet Muhammad for a Modern World, bring you the channeled messages of the founders of Christianity and Islam. Their words are intended to guide their followers through these modern times. These books are available in softcover and ebook on Amazon.com. Signed copies of all of Strom's books are available on his website, www.barrystrom.com. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Is death the end of the journey of the soul or a time of new beginnings? Is there proof of an afterlife? What would historic figures say if they lived today? Psychic and channeler Barry Strom uses his gift of spirit communication to answer these questions and explore all aspects of the hereafter. Have all the information necessary not to fear life's final journey. Tune in to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com.
Welcome back to Spirits Speak, exploring the afterlife. Have a question for Barry or their guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to speak with Archangel Ariel now. She's known as the Lioness of God. And I know she played a big role in developing some of the modern religions. So, Connie, let's do it. Yes, Ariel, thank you for joining us. Uh, what role did learning to write play in the formation of religions? It was impossible for modern religions to exist and evolve before individuals could permanently record the information or the belief structure of that religion. Before individuals learned to write, it was a time that memory was the main key in passing down information. Generations would pass down stories and memories, and that would be the foundation for what was to come forth. But once individuals learned to record information, then it was possible that the information was accurate and the copies could be produced and used in different locations. So it was really the act of writing that truly allowed religions to grow in different areas. How many years ago did humans begin to communicate through written words? That would probably about be five to 7,000 years ago. There were primitive writings in caves long before that, but those cave writings obviously were not something that could be reproduced and used in multiple locations, but it was truly the use of written words that set the foundation for modern religions. So how were rituals conducted before the advent of written communication? They were by tradition, by memory, by words of mouth. Rituals would change through the years because stories and facts, so-called facts, would change according to those who remembered them. But everything was by memory before written communication. Okay, megaliths, or types of stone pillars, are representative of early religious rituals. What was the purpose of the megaliths? Certain megaliths are forms of extraterrestrials that actually tried to help and influence different cultures. Megaliths, were also used to try to understand natural phenomena, for instance, as identifying the longest and shortest day of the year. It was very important for primitive cultures to understand timing of natural seasons. They would use timings to plant their crops. If they planted their crops too late, the winter weathers would destroy them. So. It was important for primitive cultures to understand the natural forces that were taking place around them. It was 
one way of trying to study the heavens. The period 900 to 200 years before Christ was a time of many spiritual foundations that became the foundations of religions. Why did God send messengers to lay these foundations during this historical period? God understood that there was going to be a great transition in humans, that they had to advance. And if they were going to advance, they had to be able to have religious foundations that would contribute to allowing them to coexist. During that period of which you just quoted was a time where great cultures were beginning to form. It was a time where humans were starting to understand what was taking place in the natural environment around them. And it was a time where they were worshiping many different gods. There were gods of war. There were gods of anything that you could conceive of in the Roman Empire, for instance. The humans had to prepare themselves for the fact that Jesus was going to return and that religions were going to have messengers that would establish a single deity concept. It took many years to transform all of the many cultures that had formed. So Jesus knew the future. He knew where he wanted humans to evolve. So he sent back messengers, and he sent them through that period. He sent individuals like Elijah, Moses, many of the great prophets. He sent people to establish religions in different countries. He sent back Buddha. He sent back many human energies that would bring the messages forth that would allow humans to congregate and live together in peace. Sadly, many of those lessons are still not learned, but that was the attempt that God made in that period of time to prepare the world for what was coming to lead them into the concept of single deity. Yet for hundreds of years, God chose the Jewish faith as the custodians of converting individuals to worship the one God. How would you rate their success at such conversion? The great prophets were sent back to the Jewish faith. It was thought that they were more susceptible to understanding and believing the fact of the one God, and they were converted at an early time. The concept of the Messiah was instilled in them, and they were told that there would be a time that God would return and that there would be a Messiah. Sadly, Jesus lived in their midst as the Messiah, and they failed to recognize him as such. But the Jewish people were very instrumental in laying the foundations of the concept of a single deity. Why did Jesus pick that particular time to walk the earth when found Christianity? He knew that the concept of worshiping multiple gods was very dangerous and would never lead to the 
foundation of love and coexistence that would only come from the belief in a single God. He realized that the Roman Empire was going to be a great governing governmental system and was going to cover much of the known world at the time. And he knew that he wanted to have a long-term influence on that empire because that empire would evolve and form many countries. And after its downfall, would provide a church that God hoped would be the foundation of the future of Christianity. So he knew that evolution and change takes time. And he felt that it was very critical to introduce the concept of the one God of Christianity at that particular time of history. Why did he send back so many messengers, such as the prophet Muhammad and Buddha, to found different spiritual paths? He knew that man, that man had evolved into different cultures, and that different cultures would require a different type of sacred teachings. Buddha was sent back, never spoke of a single god, but but spoke of the way of life that God wanted you to live. <clears throat> Muhammad was sent back to provide the concept of Allah and the single God to the tribes <clears throat> of the Middle East. Jesus came back to Judea and spoke to the Jewish people and laid the found the foundation of the teachings of a single God for the Roman Empire. So it was an incredibly well laid out plan. Man had at that point evolved in their mentalities, their writing abilities, and all of the man had evolved in all ways that were necessary to understand and to build firm religious foundations. Yeah, the Roman Catholic Church controlled Christianity for almost 1,500 years and became interpreters of the words spoken by Jesus. How would you judge the role of the Catholic Church during that period? In the beginning, there were no actual words that were spoken by Jesus written at the time that they were spoken. The words were memorized and passed on, and it was actually generations before written documents tried to memorialize the words that he had spoken. So the Catholic Church became the custodian of the memories of Jesus, and many different people wrote down memories of Jesus in different ways. The Roman Empire in the fourth century adapted Christianity, and the Catholic Church became the Church of Rome. Their writings became the basis of what was taught about the teachings of Jesus. 
many of the words that they adapted were not accurate to his teachings. And through the ages, the church became more of a political power and gained strength. The, the timing was meant to see if the church could function as they wanted them to. And that was the way things were laid out. Ariel, thank you for joining us today. Do you have a final message? Yes. Religion is very important. It took hundreds of thousands of years for man to develop into the point where they are today. Religion lays a foundation of teaching, social networks, and remains very, very important. What you need to understand is that there are religions that have varied from the teachings of Jesus. Jesus spoke very simple words and very simple teachings. Those are what the modern religions should focus upon. If they do not, then that religion is not following the teachings that Jesus wanted them to follow. So thank you for listening. Thank you for allowing me to speak. Okay. Next week, we're going to celebrate Christmas by channeling the spirits that lived the event of the birth of Jesus. And we're going to talk to Joseph, Mary, and in the final segment, we will get a message from our Lord himself. This will be a very interesting show. Tell your friends and make sure to make a note and listen for the show. My 10th book, Modern Messages of the Archangels, is available on my website, barrystrom.com, and available on amazon.com. My books make incredible sacred gifts for the Christmas season. Consider giving them. I guarantee you that the people that read them will be influenced by them. They are books that truly reflect the words of God and of the archangels. Okay, I'd like to thank all of you for joining us today uh, and every Tuesday morning. Please tell your friends about our show because the subject matter we deal with is important for everyone. If you'd like to see more of our channelings, we've got over 545 videos covering all aspects of the afterlife on our YouTube channel, which is in the name of Barry Strom. So you all have a good week. God bless you all. As you prepare for this Christmas season, just remember that Christ is the one who created Christmas and we are celebrating his birth. So thank you for joining us today. Please join us each Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific time on the Voice America Variety Network. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Tune in next week for another informative and inspiring episode on the Voice America Variety Channel at 9 a.m. Pacific Time.